Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Do You Say Manga? I am your host, Peter. On today's episode, we will be flipping the script a little and talking about our third favorite form of paper literacy, manga. I was lucky enough to be chosen as a judge on YouTubers Roger, Rogers Bases Manga of the Year Awards, and we now have the 28 selected manga that will be battling to be crowned a victor, along with sharing our thoughts on some manga that maybe didn't make the cut. If you're interested in seeing the bracket we will be discussing, a link to that will be found in the description below. Joining me today in our conversation is Mr. Manga himself, host of the Manga Melee podcast. We have Jay. Jay, how's it going? You know, Peter, it's going pretty well. I'm honored to be here to talk about this bracket that you were invited to. By the way, congratulations on that. That's really hype. I can't think... Well, actually, I lied. I can think of like a handful of people who deserve it more, but you're up there. You're definitely up there still. Don't worry. Thank you. I was literally chosen because of my list of non-Shonen Jump manga that I've read, so I was happy that Great. Roger was able to include a little bit more diversity into the manga selections, and I was just happy that I'm able to participate, so it'll be really fun. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what we have, and we do have our 28 uh, manga that were selected for the bracket going into that. So 16 were chosen by popular votes. You can kind of assume how that went. And then the judges got to select the other 12. The top four shows of voting got a buy. So that was One Piece, Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, and One Punch Man. And so those will be rounding out our top seeds. Uh, the rest of it in the top left bracket, we have One Piece, Kingdom, Vinland Saga, Akane Binashi, Oshinoko, Black Clover, and Children of the Whales. In the Chainsaw Man bracket, we have Chainsaw Man, Hunter Hunter, Berserk, Spy Family, Mission Yozakura Family, Undead Unluck, and Ranger Reject. In the Jujutsu Kaisen bracket, we have JJK itself, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Golden Kamui, My Hero Academia, Friarin, Witch Watch, and Witch Hat Atelier, and then in the One Punch Man bracket, we had One Punch Man, Eden Zero, Blue Box, Sakamoto Days, Don to Don, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, and A Sign of Affection. Now, these are pretty popular titles, I would say, for the most part. Jay, you are an avid manga reader. Is there something that you see on this bracket that you felt that maybe should have been left off? Also, is there something that you wish that you saw on the bracket that you read from this year? I'm not going to lie to you, and we've we have discussed this off-pod I think that the big one that kind of stands out to most people would be Four Nights of the Apocalypse. 100%. Let's just get that out of the way. And I don't mean any... I mean a little bit of shade at it for some of the weird decisions the author makes, but, you know, I'm not going to, like, yuck other people's yum necessarily. I understand that it was included because, like, certain judges really enjoy it, as well as, like, their fan bases. So... It's nice to have a little bit of representation, I get that, but for most people, I think that will be the big one that stands out for them, is Four Nights of the Apocalypse. I think that's what I saw on Twitter as well, where a lot of people were like, even if, I know Black Clover gets trashed on a lot, but you, I think most people admit that it's a pretty popular series, especially in the West. Yeah. Four Nights, I feel like I don't see enough of it on like my timeline to think that it's even a popular series. However... I think it came in like 13 out of 16th uh, for popular votes. So there was enough votes for it to get in by the popular side. And I know one of the judges is pretty high on it. That's kind of like his jam. So I would agree with you on your take on that. Do you have a manga in particular that you wish would have been added that you read from this year? 
That's correct. Hmm. It's hard to put you on the spot. Part of me is kind of surprised that even with the controversy, Tokyo Revengers didn't make it onto the list just because of how massively popular it is. Agreed. But it does have a lot of bad publicity going for it, like especially on social media mm -hmm. and stuff, in my opinion. So maybe it's just kind of a case of like, when it comes to these brackets, like the voting for these brackets, we have like a, a sample of a sample in a way, mm -hmm. where like, already anime and manga, or manga fans in particular, I should say, that want to discuss manga online, that's a sample of manga fans, right? Yeah, and for sure. An, or smaller sample of people who are going to vote on this bracket. So it kind of makes sense that the people who are more invested in, like, the social media buzz around something like that would be more invested in this bracket, and thus Tokyo Revengers bad publicity would go pretty strongly against it for something like this. Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm Overall, for me, I guess, I'm happy two of my top three manga made the bracket. So that's cool with me. The other one I knew wasn't going to get it just based off of voting. Out of the 10,000-plus votes Roger had... It had five votes, and one of them was me, so four other people voted for uh, Kodo Oto Tamare. Props to you for... Um, yeah, but other than that, I think we should just jump into the bracket. So kind of what we're thinking is we're going to be basing off of me and Jay's takes on what we've read so far of these series. Obviously, not everybody's going to be able to read all 28 of these manga, so I'm going to be basing some of it on my anime takes, I guess, since I've seen some of it. And then, yeah, kind of just jump right into it and just Fill out the bracket as we go, talk about it, and just seeing where we are. We're, I'll be putting out this episode before I catch up on a lot of the stuff that I haven't finished. Like, I haven't caught up to Hunter Hunter, which I'm planning on doing. I haven't caught up on Don to Don, which I'm planning on doing, and stuff like that. So, just at the time, these are my thoughts that can definitely change in the next two weeks before the actual Manga of the Year award. So, let's get right to our first matchup. Jam, I'll need your help on this one. Uh, we got Kingdom versus Vinland Saga. I've only seen Vinland Saga. I dropped the Kingdom anime. I don't have enough time to read Kingdom. And I don't think I'm going to have enough time to read or catch up on Vinland Saga. So just, I want to get your thoughts on this matchup. This is a really intense matchup. On I think that in terms of popularity, Kingdom is, are, I would say, a lot more popular. Not, like, exponentially popular, but as I'll... As, you know, like, we can see that uh, Kingdom pops up as, I think it's, like, number seven on the uh, 2022 rankings. It sold that like sounds right, six or seven. Three, three million copies or something like <laughs> that last year. So, in Vinland Saga, unfortunately, was not on the list, mostly because it releases a volume very seldomly. Yep. Very, very seldomly. I would expect to see it maybe on the 2023 list because it has the new season coming out, so that means the backlog will get a bit intensified. But I think whenever we're talking about, like, what I think, what I want to win versus what I think will win, oftentimes they're two different things. Yeah, right? for sure. So for me personally, I prefer Vinland Saga. Um, I'm not so much into, like, the uh, battle strategy and uh, tactics and stuff like that. I do enjoy it, but I prefer, like, the philosophical kind of uh, more character at least in my opinion, more character-driven aspects of Vinland Saga compared to some aspects of Kingdom. That said, I'm not completely current on Kingdom. I've heard that the latest arc is extremely good. 
I have many people that I know in Discord who love it and say that it's very good. And I trust their word for it. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kingdom does win, but for me personally, it's Vinland yep. Saga. I, I think I would agree with that as well. Uh, next up, this is, I think we're both kind of current or close to current on. It's Akane Banashi versus Oshino Ko. I saw a lot of people on Twitter thinking that this is going to be the hardest matchup. Uh, yeah. Two pretty entertaining stories, I would say, so far. Uh, Jay, your thoughts on this matchup? Mm, so this is a tough one. I think for this one, this is one two that I'm actually both current with. I'm current with both of these as well. And so based off of that, I kind of have to judge it on what I've read, like what has been happening recently in Oshinoko mm -hmm. rather than all of it, just because there's so much more Oshinoko versus a Like Oshinoko has what, 102 chapters? 101. Akane, yep. 101. Yeah. Akane uh, Banashi. I think it has 40 or 41? It might be 40 even or something like that now. But for me personally, there's aspects of uh, Oshinoko that I really enjoy. Like, I do really like the characters, and the arc that we've been in has been really fun so far. I like the direction it's going in with, like, B. Kamachi and showing how, like, not being in the spotlight is affecting certain characters, whereas uh, certain other characters are trying their hardest to stay out of the spotlight yep. and just cannot, basically. As well as the juxtaposition of the children in the industry, or, you know, teens in, in most cases and the adults who want to use them for their own ends like it is a really deep manga it's super good but there's just like this flair to Akane Banashi like when it came out I knew that Jump had like got some lightning in a bottle yep. that it's it came out right when they needed it to like they had blue box which we'll talk about later but it's no secret that you and I think Blue Box is kind of average. Yeah, a very to, average. To, yeah, to be kind about it. Akane Banashi just, like, proved that Jump doesn't have to rely on supernatural battle manga yep. to get by. It showed that they can branch out and do something and succeed at it. Because they had been trying to do stuff like this with something like Shoha Shoten, right? And it just... None of it stuck like Akane Banashi has. And I feel like Akane Banashi will be, in my opinion, I think Akane Banashi, if it is as successful as I think it is, I think that it will usher in new titles, try exciting things that aren't just these battle manga that we see all the time. And I say that as a shonen meathead myself. <laughs> I agree. I think that Jump had something with Act Age before that guy canned. Yeah, and, that was unfortunate. <laughs> and um, kind of looking for something like Act Age, maybe? I, I don't know if that's the correct term to use, but, you know, looking for something outside of battle action shonen, they nailed the head with Akane. I, th I think that a lot of people are getting the recognition it deserves. I, I think for this bracket, I think I'm going to put Akane over Oshinoko. I think for me, specifically, I would have picked... Oshi, but I think it's a, I, I think it's a, it'll be a lot closer to what people think. It is a really close vote. Like Akane just personally stood out more to me. I would not blame somebody else for putting Shinoko though. Yep, it's going yep. to be. The, this is the competitive bracket right here. I'm excited to see where it goes. Me too. 
I, and I think the next matchup, I think we can go pretty quick here. Children of the Whales versus Black Clover. Uh, to me, in the last two years of reading something, I've only been blown away by the beginning chapters twice. One was Oshinoko, and the second one was Children of the Whales. I thought how this story started was absolutely incredible. I'm only halfway through at the time of recording, but this is instantly becoming one of my favorite mangas like in general. I think this story yeah. is incredible. How they handle the fantasy element of this world is just mind-blowing to me. And for I, I actually really enjoy Black Clover, but I don't think it touches Children of the Whales. I agree. I like Black Clover. It's had a really decently strong comeback, in my opinion. I haven't heard, quite heard people on it as high as, like, whenever the reveal that happened happened since it's come back but i think that it's still a strong showing in shonen jump but children of the whales is just on another level like artistically and yep. yeah just in general That's i agree absolutely agree all right let's get to the final four for this bracket and then we'll do that for each one so next up we have one piece versus vinland i think this will be another one that's gonna be pretty easy for us we're both not the biggest one piece guys i think we yeah. both love vinland like a ton uh, to me, this is like I think this is Vinland's for to advance here essentially. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so we'll make we'll make that one quick and easy. Don't need to debate too much on it. Sorry, One Piece fans, I'm sure. I, I, I'm also going to be basing it around just like what I heard from people's um, thoughts on like where we are now. End of Wano, which I think most people agree that it was fine. Um, yeah. Nothing. No Marine Ford. Nothing like that. Only the I'm, hardest of like meat writers would say that it was tier one piece. Yeah, I, I I saw a lot of people saying anywhere from like a six to like an eight point five is like where this arc was, and now we're into like the Vegapunk stuff, which I think just needs time to cook before we get a real idea of where this arc is going. So I think it's just easy for us to just say Vinland advances in this round, and then this one's gonna be good. Akane versus Children of the Whales. Um. Jay, yeah, I guess you're fully caught up on Akane. I'm assuming you're not fully caught up on Children of the Whales, correct? Uh, but I honestly, I think Children of the Whales just artistically, visually is a treat. Yep. And it, Akane is bold, but Children of the Whales has that freedom of not being like a huge magazine like Weekly Shonen Jump. So it tries a lot of different stuff. Yep. Like, I think it's just a higher scope. Akane Banashi in a lot of ways. Not that that's a strike against Akane. I love it. Like yep. I've said a dozen times, favorite thing in Jump right now. In my opinion, it's trying more stuff and succeeding as well. I agree. Yep, I agree. Um, just from what I've read, to be honest, at this point, I'm like halfway caught up with Akane and halfway through uh, Children of the Whales. And to me, I can kind of just see maybe Akane's ceiling... Where unless something drastically changes with the story, I can see Akane for me being something that I really enjoy, but I don't think it's gonna be like a masterpiece. Children of the Whales to me honestly seems like it's like a staple for like fantasy manga. I'm just I'm blown away by what I read. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Fantastic. And then this one, I'm gonna need your thoughts on uh, Vinland versus Children of the Whales. Uh, I'm gonna take your word what you think should be advancing. And remember, this is based off what we read this year. Oh, I gotta go with. I gotta go with Vinland Saga okay. for this, personally. Um, the latest arc of Vinland Saga has just been so good. Like, you've seen the culmination of essentially a lot of different character arcs coming together 
we're seeing like how how Thorfinn slight spoilers, but he's essentially got in a lot of what he and now it's about keeping it from breaking apart. You know, it's like Dr. Dre said, it's not about getting it, it's about keeping it, motherfucker. And that is so true. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're all have villain advance to our final four. Now we're going to the Chainsaw Man bracket, starting off with Hunter Hunter versus Berserk. Uh, we did this matchup because they each are going to have about six to seven chapters release of this year. You're fully caught up on Hunter Hunter. I'm fully caught up on Berserk. What do you think so far from the chapters that we've gotten from Hunter Hunter? Tagashi came back in a force, like. Oh my god. The story beats that we've been getting have just been truly insane. Like, we've been getting essentially decades of fan theories and stuff. Yep. Just, like, either decimated or proven right, more or less. Like, there's... No matter... If he, could, if he ends it in, like, four chapters or something and gives us ten chapters, at this point, and... I want more, obviously, but at this point, it would have all been worth it just for what we've got so far. And I think for Hunter Hunter batches, like, we're always thankful to get something, but have it be worth the truly, well and truly worth the wait plot-wise is something that has not happened in a while, in my opinion. And it is fully happening now with the little flashback arc we're getting. That's awesome. Yeah. As, as like a diehard Berserk fan, we've only gotten, I think, five or six chapters. I'm super happy that it came back. However, I don't think it should be in this bracket in general. We've had one insane chapter, but we've really just been wrapping up the fairy art, fairy island arc, which will end in the next chapter, which we will get before the end of the year. It, it's just, I, I don't think it's the same as like Hunter Hunter, where I'm seeing the hype that's the new chapters that we bring out and berserk has just been it's been fine and that's okay it's how the story is progressing i don't think it's the best of the year so I, it pains me to say that i think hunter hunter should advance over berserk it, it really does hurt me yeah i can agree with that i think with berserk too it's more of like a not every chapter needs to be peak because you know the peak will get there really yeah, no for sure and, and and that's the thing. We've had one chapter that uh, legit to me is probably in like my top 10 chapters of Berserk of all time this year. And it's honestly, it's just great to have him back, to have Berserk back. With Miura passing, we didn't yeah. know where it was going. And now we are going to get Berserk essentially wrapped up and finished in, I don't know how many X amount of years. We probably have one more big arc left after this current one. So it's just nice to see. But it's, like I said, they're two juggernauts. It's great to see Hunter Hunter back as well. Yeah, like, honestly, if you would have told people that Hunter Hunter and Berserk were, and an announcement of yeah. Vagabond coming back were all going to happen in the same year, like, I would not have believed you. I would have lost money on this, but yep. a ton, not a ton of it, actually. Somebody just would have gotten an amazing payout. <laughs> Agreed. Could I agree more? I'm so happy that we... That we're yeah we're getting it and just the vagabond announcement today was just like oh, or I guess technically last night was just like holy shit like we are eating right now this is incredible yeah. but yeah I agree I think Hunter Hunter should advance even being the biased Berserk fan. Next up is Spy Family versus Mission Yozakura Family. I haven't read any Yozakura Family. Spy I'm... Family is just so big though is the thing. Like, yeah, it's Spy Family. 
I, I from what I've heard that from Mission Yozakura family, it has a like an incredibly good antagonist right now in the going arc, and that's why people are so hyped about it. I think his name is Momo. Yeah, pretty decent things about it. I need to read it. I really but, do. Yeah, to me, uh, Spy Family just like hits everything for me. The latest, yeah. the latest um, kidnapping arc that's going on right now is hilarious. Um, Anya is like even evolving as a character now that I just find incredible to me. And Spy Family is like one of my favorites of all time. So I think this is pretty easy for us to say Spy Family moves on. And then I also think this is going to be another one where we both haven't read, read Ranger Reject. However, I, I'm hearing good things. It just got an anime announcement yesterday. So I'll probably be checking out. Well, I will be reading some of it just for the Manga of the Year Awards. But I have read Undead Unlock. Um, I'm a huge fan. I, I like it. I think just based off that, I think I'm going to go Undead Unlock. But I want to hear your thoughts if you have any. See, it would feel weird to say Ranger Reject should advance just because I haven't really read it. But I have heard things. And like you said, just got the anime adaptation announcement. Whereas Undead Unluck, it's kind of been slumping a lot in the like table of contents for Weekly Shonen Jump. Mm -hmm. uh, its sales haven't been anything super impressive. Neither has Ranger Rejects, mind you. Yeah. So I don't know. This bracket is just kind of like, eh, whatever. Well, well like, let, uh, let me put it this way. Do we have either of these beating Spy Family? No. Yeah. No way. Okay. No. Yeah, so I don't really think it matters too much, honestly. So. I'm, I'm going to put... No contest. <laughs> no contest is advancing, and then I I think we both agree that Spy Family will take uh, will Spy and then we'll have Spy Family reason. advancing, and then I think that we both agree that probably Hunter Hunter should go over. Yeah, Spy Family is great. Don't get me wrong, but it does not match the peaks that is like Tagashi writing Hunter Hunter. And, and like, what what are your thoughts so far on the second part of Chainsaw Man? I've really been enjoying Chainsaw Man. Um, I like I I don't know. I, I'm I'm enjoying the the way he's going with it. Break from Dingy. I know other people like you say it was a break from Dingy. I don't know. I like I'm I'm excited to see more of the world building happen because that's kind of what I wanted more out of. I think Fuji actually pretty decent at doing like the show don't tell world building like having people like offhandedly mention stuff and not give leaving room for the imagination i've seen people say they wanted they want makima's backstory it's like uh part of the reason why makima is cool is because she's so mysterious yeah, like you don't sure. know what's going on that's that's kind of why like and these are going to be some slight chainsaw man's I'm not going to go into detail, but if you're an anime only, maybe skip forward about 45 seconds or so. That's why whenever the reveal happens about what Makima is doing, like it is somewhat, but at the same time, I feel like a big part of her character is lost because it's so much more interesting to see her doing this crazy shit and just being like, I have no idea what is going on. I'm terrified. Yep. Yep. I agree. Okay, so we, we both agree that Hunter x Hunter should beat Chainsaw Man. And I think we're both in the same boat where even I haven't caught up to Hunter x Hunter, the last seven chapters have been so hyped. And I think where Spy Family has been this year has just been okay. Um, I think where it's leading up to now could probably, could maybe change that, but I just think of right now, 
what we got from Spy Family. A lot of Lloyd backstory, uh, a lot of breaks, a lot of like point one and point two chapters, not a whole lot of continuing story. But I think it kind of hurt Spy Family a little bit this year in its in its ranking. So I, see, I I'm cool with Hunter Hunter advancing. I've been kind of feeling that with the anime a little bit too, in some ways. Like this will date the podcast a little bit. I mean, it's dated because of what we're doing right now, but. Like, the last episode we had, it like, ten minutes of it were devoted to, like, essentially, like, a nothing burger plot that was just, like, a, almost a Tom and Jerry bit when it comes to, like, comedy, if that makes sense. Like, sure. I don't, I don't mind it that much, but I don't know. I prefer, like, the Jujutsu Kaisen way of doing it with, like, the Juju Strolls and stuff like that, you know? No, like, no, not, I agree. It's not bad. I just wish less time was devoted to it, I guess, and more time was spent, like, developing the character and stuff. No, I agree, and that, I think that's, like, one reason why part one was so good compared to part two, where we didn't have that a lot, and then part two is, now that the characters are a little bit more developed, we can have a little bit more silliness and fun, and I think yeah. that kind of, in some people, just, like, takes away from what they actually want in Spy Family, is seeing the progression as the family, and we get, like you said, some Tom and Jerry stuff, where it's like, this isn't really going anywhere, so, I agree, yeah. but, um... I, I really do think Spy Family is fantastic. I just think this year it is has good. just been... It is good. It's just been okay. And, and that's fine. It, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't okay, need so, to be amazing all the time. Correct. Yep. So uh, that concludes that part of the bracket. So in the first half, we'll have Vinland Saga going up against Hunter Hunter. Let's move to the other side of the bracket. Kaguya-sama Love is War going up against Golden Kamui. Um, I haven't caught up to Kaguya in the manga. I will before the series... Or before the episode... However, I'm pretty close, so I can have my thoughts on Kaguya. Jay, you you have read Golden Kamui and has seen Kaguya. I guess let me give me let me get your thoughts on uh, Golden Kamui, and then we can see where we go from there. So this is an interesting bracket too, in my opinion. These are like two gigantic stars of Weekly Young Jump yep. that both ended this year. Um, Golden Kamui, look, it's one of those things where I had a friend who was so high on it, and I was like, surely it can't be that good. And then I watched, like, the first season, and I was like, okay, that was pretty dope. And he was like, no, man, you gotta go read these... You gotta go read the manga, and specifically, you gotta go read the Everyday Hero scans with the glossary in the back. And I was like, okay, whatever, man, sure. And I did it, and it really added so much to it. It was truly insane how much historical accuracy and, like, just respect for all different types of people Noda had. In my opinion, I think he's kind of similar to the creator of Cowboy Bebop, where he really, like, Animanga, anim yeah, Animanga as, like, a, a medium that can bring people together of all group, creed, color, whatever you want to say. Like, it, you can use it as a storytelling medium, and it will touch people, in ways that, you know, I never thought I was going to, like, I would have never really known as much about, like, the Ainu or the indigenous people of, like, Eastern Asia and Northeastern Asia if I had never read Golden Kamui. Gave me a new appreciation for groups of people that I might have never knew existed. And not to mention, I just think it might have one of probably my favorite cast in all Animaga as well. Like, there's not really a wasted character in it, which is very rare. Mm -hmm. And there's so many popular series that you can think of where it's like, yeah, you know, 
the main characters, they're really good, but they had this, like, fourth member of their team who got pushed to the sidelines and didn't do anything. Like, there's countless numbers of them you can think of for, especially, like, shonen manga and stuff. Sure. And I think Golden Kamui just really went above and beyond to tell a story where every character could impact it, and, like, it didn't really ever show, like, one character as irredeemably evil. Like, they were doing, like, it handled villains in a way that most people, like, it's the way people want villains to be handled, but they mess it up all the time, where the villains don't believe they're doing anything wrong, and it was actually believable this time. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry to ramble. No, that was great. Was I think that great. just shows how passionate you are over Golden Kamui. For me, uh, Kaguya is probably, like, my second or third favorite manga of all time. I'm, I can't... One of the reasons why I haven't caught up onto it is because I'm. It's one of those things where like I'm sad it's over, and I don't want to read it. Uh, but I think I just I, for the sake of the episode, I think I'm gonna put Golden Kamui over Kaguya just because you're caught up on JJK, and I want to get your thoughts on uh, Golden Kamui versus Jujutsu Kaisen. But I'll give my full thoughts on the Kaguya Sama uh, manga at the the year awards when I'm fully caught up. But I think for right now, I think I'm safe for saying Golden Kamui over. Kaguya. but i mean they're both like signing juggernauts like let's be real this is gonna be like yeah I-, I can see this going either way in terms of like voting i think they're both just so well renowned and so popular and so well received that this one's gonna be a really really tough one yeah with the popular vote i could definitely see kaguya sama getting the majority of that just is it quite as popular in the west as it is in like japan and mm-hmm. stuff but definitely two juggernauts in that bracket for though. sure Yep. Uh, next one, I think we have a pretty easy decision on this one. My Hero versus Friarin. I'm fully yeah. cop on Friarin, and I think it's it just missed my cut for top three. It's probably like my top five manga of the year. Uh, with Mocked and what's going on with him is just an incredible arc. And I can only base my My Hero manga off of what I see on Twitter, and I see a lot of clouded. So, uh, Jay, do you have any thoughts on these two? Uh. My hero looks pretty. That's kind of what it's got going for it a lot, but so does Friarin. Yeah. Friarin is just better plot-wise, in my opinion, so I gotta go with Friarin as well. Alright, Friarin is advancing over my hero, and the other one is Witch Hat Adelier versus Witch Watch. I'm reading Witch Watch. I'm almost fully caught on Witch Hat. To me, this is, like, not even close. I think it's Witch Hat Adelier by, like, a country yeah. mile. Yeah. yeah, it's Witch Hat. Yeah. I like Witch I like what I've read of Witch Watch well enough. Like, it's pretty solid. The volumes are really cool looking. They like, are. Witch Hat Atelier is, like... It's one of those, like, Children of the Whales, like... The mangaka is just going on another level of, like, detail and mm-hmm. characterization and stuff. And also, I think that uh, in a, like... To get on my soapbox a little bit, I think culturally Witch Hat is pretty important. Because, like, it's got, like, you know little girls as main characters doing stuff children can read this and see themselves in it it's got like good people color in it that are drawn respectfully and have nice hair textures and stuff so i just think it has that going forward too not to say which watch doesn't necessarily because i'm not caught up it might but which hat puts that stuff at the forefront yeah a hundred percent and i which hat's only one of those manga where it is popular now but when the anime comes out next year it's it's, it's going to explode especially in the west where how popular harry potter was if you like harry potter you're going to love witch hat like the similarities are there 
And it, I, I'm here for, I, I just can't wait. But, like, technically speaking, Witch Hat just blows Witch Watch out of the water. I do think Witch Watch is, like, a very fun read. But if I'm, if I'm speaking as, like, a critic, that Witch Hat is just, like, on a whole other playing field, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. All right, Jay, I'm going to need your help on this one. Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen versus Golden Kamui. You are fully cop on both of these. I need you to, uh, I need you to put one down. That is a tough one. I'm wearing a Jujutsu Kaisen shirt right now. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen is great. Hmm, but so is Golden Kamui. Uh, JJK, however, it's had a few moments this year that kind of, like, slumped for me. Mm-hmm. It's getting great again, don't get me wrong. Like I'm loving where it's at with these, with specifically the latest chapter that came out that actually, well, elite, the official release, by the way. I don't know. Golden Kamui, though, it's tough. If we're basing it off of just what released this year. This year, yep. Golden Kamui. Golden Kamui. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just because I feel like a lot of, like, the stuff that happened in JJ people that John 2 happened a little bit prior to this year, like last year. Gotcha. Okay. I, I think I think that's a I think that's a very fun upset. I think most people would probably think GHK, but I think that's more of like a popularity thing than an actual from a, content. In a popular from a popularity thing, JJK is going to blow Golden Conway out of the water. Like mm-hmm. that is one hundred percent true. But from a critical standpoint, I would personally give it to Golden Conway. Gotcha. Okay. I'm gonna need your thoughts on Friar and Witch Hat as well. This is a tough bracket right here. Yeah, this, this is tough. actually a really tough bracket. Um, man, I kind of like the characterization more in Friarin, but I like the art more in Witch Hat. Agree. The... I think yeah, I think everyone would agree with that. Uh, both of these are getting an anime suit, and you know I'm not fully caught up on Friarin either. I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna give it to. I think I'm gonna give it to Witch Hat actually. Okay. What I, about? I... No, I'm I'm cool with that. They're both in They're both in like the same bracket for me. I Yeah. If I had to pick one or the other, I think I would just lean I think Fryron had the better arc this year than Witch Hat did. But it's like they're like one A, one B for me, where yeah. I love them equally. But I'm cool with Witch Hat advancing. To me, I think this is one where, like, I'm going to be happy. If we get this matchup in the actual stream, I'll be happy with anyone winning, to be honest with you. Because I I don't think... I think that this is where they they stop. Because I do think in the actual stream, I think JJK is winning this bracket. Yeah, Um, probably. But but to say for our stream, we have Golden Kamui versus Witch Hat, which I'm assuming we're going to lean Golden Kamui wins over Witch Hat. Yeah, I think I would say that. Okay. So that concludes that bracket. Uh, So we have three of our four. We have the last bracket going up next. One Punch Man bracket. Uh, First one up is Eden Zero versus Blue Box, which is hilarious because I don't think Blue Box is that good. And to me, Eden Zero looks so bad I haven't started it. And I probably won't start it. So for me, out of like... Eden Zero, better than you think. That, that's not, what I heard. It got I th- not it made, great, better than you think it is. It, ma- it made the final four in last year's stream, and it was 
one of the judges that I really like his taste in manga. It was his number one manga last year. It's got an insanely... I don't know if it's still the same villain this year, but last I had heard, the villain is insanely strong. Okay. Like, he's great. Okay, I think off of that, we can just go Eden Zero, because my yeah, takes on Blue Box are mostly... Blue Box doesn't really have... Like, it's like two things special going for Eden Zero, where Blue Box doesn't have like anything special going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Blue Box is just... They just tippy-toe over the story the whole time. Oh, it drives me crazy. Um, but enough of that. We'll have Eden Zero advance. Uh, next up, Sakamoto Days versus Don to Don. You've read both of these, so I would like to get your thoughts on it. I've only read one. I think both of these are really good. Both of these are, uh, you know, jump, super, like, all-stars at the moment. Like, new all-stars, I should say. Mm -hmm. Obviously, different parts. On is Jump Plus, where Sakamoto is the mainline magazine, but still jump. Yep. Uh, personally, I've heard a lot of good things about the current arc of Sakamoto Days. I'm not quite caught up yet, but I've heard a lot of good things. Uh, me and Lynn are actually going to put out a video on Sakamoto Days at some point. I am caught up, so stay tuned for that. Nice. And But Don to Don, I've really enjoyed it pretty much the whole way through. I think that it it's kind of like a new wonderkind for, for this thing. You know, like, it is... It cat it. It got so much attention right off the bat, which is very rare for a new property. Like, even JJK, something that is the most popular manga, you know, it was in danger of being cancelled before Chapter 9 happened. Like, that has ne Dawn to Dawn has never really had that issue because people have been loving it ever since it came out. Yep. So I think I just gotta say, personally, Dawn to Dawn had a stronger showing, in my opinion. Not to take away from Sakamoto days, I just think Don to Don ha is showing like a really insane opening, more or less. I agree. Uh, for as much as I don't, I'm not as hyped as most people are on Don to Don. I do think that it had one of my favorite arcs from this year. So I think just because of that, and like kind of what you said, I think it's safe to say that Don to Don can advance there. Next ones will be super easy: Four Nights of the Apocalypse over Sign of Affection. I I I've honestly not heard a good thing about Four Nights of the Apocalypse, other than it's yeah, in the Seven Deadly Sins realm and people like that. But like itself as a manga, I don't hear talk about it, other than if it's questionable content. Slander. No, not even slander. Actually, my bad. Because slander has to be like untrue. Yep. It's actually just like reasonable criticism is what I hear about Four Nights of the Apocalypse. Never take that back. My fault. Yeah, slander <laughs> affection easily. All right. Cool. Easy, easy for us there. Uh, then we got One Punch Man versus Eden Zero. This one's tough because I don't think either of us are... Reading. You know, I gotta give it to One Punch Man just because, like, better than Eden Zero. But I have a lot of criticisms about One Punch Man, and it stops here. It's not okay, sounds good. This this one's tough for me, where we have Don to Don versus Sign of Affection. Have you read any Sign of Affection? I haven't, but I know you've you've talked to me about it quite a bit, and I I trust your take on it, like your manga taste a lot. I know it's one of your favorites. It is. It right. was in my it was in my top three this year. I think it's the best ongoing romance in okay. all of manga. I love it. But if we're basing off this year, it's tough because I think, like I said, Don Don had one of my favorite arcs in yeah. general from this year. Yeah. <sighs> Man. 
This, this one's I'm going to this one to you, actually, because I think you have the better idea since I haven't read Side of Affection. Okay, I, I, okay. then if, if we're passing this one to me, I am going Side of Affection. I just love what they're doing with this story. I The aspect of... Right? Like, okay, because like, there's like love languages and stuff like that, and it's fun seeing how they incorporate love languages and somebody who can't speak. And honestly, the cast is just incredible, and the dynamic between the two main characters is good. So, I'm gonna give this a sign of affection. I'll keep that. Um, is that I'll actually ask you about it afterwards, like where I can find stuff like that? Because it sounds pretty good. It has physicals. Things, you know? Yep, it has five volumes of physicals. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, read online. I think it's a monthly release. It's not so bad. That should be pretty easy. Okay, and then uh, sign of affection versus One Punch Man. I think we have to go sign of affection on this one. Yeah, One Punch Man, I, I have to say this again for the camera. One Punch Man, in its latest chapter, had a flashback inside of a flashback. And that is unforgivable for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it uh, was done completely seriously is the issue. If it was done in a gag manner, that would be different. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Okay. I, I wonder what the judges are going to say, because I know most of them are kind of One Punch Man, so I'm really intrigued to see what they have but we have our final four set we have vinland going up against hunter hunter golden conway going up against sign of affection i think i'm gonna make this a little easy i think i'm gonna give golden conway the win over side of affection just because i want to see you struggle in the finals oh my god your piece but i do want to see i want to hear your thoughts on vinland versus hunter hunter and what you think should go up against golden conway look vinland saga is a masterpiece so hunter hunter is like the shonen masterpiece, in my opinion. Um, it coming back was... I mean, it does it, does it say enough that when Tagashi just made a random account that was nonsense scribbling number and just posted a picture and people thought, hey, maybe it's him, it had, like, over 500,000 followers in, like, 10 minutes? Yep. That was fun. Does that, does that say enough? Like, that we were living in... We had a whole arc this year where we would just look at numbered, like, corners of pages Togashi was drawing and just scream about it. New like, Togashi tweet! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, everybody... Like, it was like the meme where it's like, you know, for my... At my wedding and dressed in, like, sh It's like, new Togashi tweet yep. and he's in, like, a black tie. And it's like, yeah, dude. I don't know. I think Hunter Hunter, like, it is just, like, it's a cultural touchstone for a lot of people when it comes to Shonen. Like, I'm glad that it's getting respect again. I was so tired of the Tagashi slander. I'm on record as being, I just hate people hating on artists who take breaks and stuff. Like, it's so annoying to be so entitled. Yep, that's, that's for another video. I love Vinland. I think that it has been really good. However, the, this is not the peak of Inland we're missing at the moment, in my opinion. It has had its peak moments before. It's still great, but it's not the peak of it. There are certain aspects of it I actually disagree with in some way that I don't like. Hunter Hunter, maybe I'm just like high on the fact that it's back, but every chapter has been a complete banger. I've loved the characterization that's been going on, and I think that it has just been a force so far. I gotta go with Hunter Hunter. Okay, for, Hunter Hunter makes it to the finals. Alright, Jay. I'm a, I'm 
If I need you one time ever, it's right now. Our finals are set Hunter Hunter versus Golden Kamui. What wins 2022 manga of the year? Two amazingly like philosophical anime or manga in my opinion. Both I mean anime too. Um both of these just reach heights with their characterization of their large cast that I think almost no other manga like at least in the shonen slash seinen demographic has hit that in my opinion. Um They're both just so good. Golden Kamui definitely has an edge when it comes to art this year. Like, not to hold it against Tagashi or anything, but he's not... Like, sometimes the art on release is not fantastic, which is why we see corrections in the volumes. However, his writing is just a tier above most others, in my opinion, when it comes to, like, power systems and... inner. He's like the George R. R. Martin of manga, Okay. Like, when it comes to, like, power systems and factions and character relationships and stuff like that, he's just unmatched, in my opinion. He creates this uh, fantasy epic for us. Whereas Golden Kamui is a bit more rooted in reality. It's, it has a lot of historical accuracy to it that I really enjoy. It, it really puts you in the shoes of the characters that are living in that time period. So yeah, like, anyway, fuck you, Pete. In short of what I'm trying to say, I hate you for making me have to choose Sorry, between man. my children. But I think that, for me personally, I just gotta give it to Hunter Hunter overall, because of, like, the return arc has just... Like, maybe it's wrong to put, like, the circumstances for Hunter Hunter involving with it, but I don't think that you can talk about Hunter Hunter without including those circumstances. I think they're <laughs> core to the story at this yeah. point. I mean that, though. Like, Tagashi is writing about his experience. He's putting his experience into this fantasy world, how he views things. He is a he is a disabled person, so to not include talking about, like, his disability and his circumstances when talking about Hunter x Hunter would be like not including a part of Golden Kamui's story when talking about it, in my opinion. So I would have to go with Hunter x Hunter. All right, yeah. I'm... I'm cool with that. As Hunter Hunter is in my top 10 anime of all time, I'm catching up now. I'm on chapter like 350 something. Loving where it's going. I can't wait to see what happens. And from what I'm seeing on our like our circle, Twitter, it's been nothing but like fantastic like outpour. Uh especially I think the newest chapter. I saw a bunch of people just being like, holy fuck, like Togagashi's the goat. Like this shit is just insane. And as somebody wearing a gang gang yu yu Hakusho t-shirt i think i do have to say that i am biased towards Togashi, and i'm as much as i love golden kamui as well i think hunter hunter is a fantastic choice of just yeah. the returning juggernaut that it is and it coming out on top at the end of the year i, I yeah. think it's a very I, good pick i think i could see hunter hunter going probably to the finals in the main uh video as well like, Golden Kamui, unfortunately, probably not, but yeah. I can definitely see Hunter Hunter going the distance. Yep, yeah, I, I do think Hunter Hunter has the easiest path to the finals, To be, if, I, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's got a decently easy bracket compared, like, Golden Kamui, it's been fighting for its life the whole time. Yeah, no, I agree, yep, and that's, I mean, I think it's a great pick, and I like our thought process on how we got there. I'm leaning a little bit more on you, because I don't want to show my hand too much, um, mm -hmm. but I think it was just like a really fun discussion, but before we wrap up, uh, this was just 
the 28 that were chosen by the community. Jay, what were some of your favorite manga this year that you've read that you would like recommend to people? So, okay. So for stuff that uh, we talked about before, for stuff that is like not necessarily ongoing, things that I've been in a few ongoing stuff, things as well. Uh, I've really been enjoying After God, which I know you're high on yep, as well. Very high it's on. It's so good. It is super hampered by the way it's releasing, which is on the Comic Key app if you're on iOS. I think it's also on Android. You can read it there. You can find it on a few different various uh, manga websites online. Um, I'm not going to say exact links, but you know, you know how to use a Google search. <laughs> yeah. Uh, support the official release if you can, but it kind of sucks to catch up with it that way because it's sort of the limited chapters per day model so in my opinion do what you gotta do to catch up to it and then the, with the way the releases work it's pretty easy to keep up with it once it releases bi-weekly amazing art and i think it has sort of that chainsaw man mystery going on where you don't know what's going on with these gods that they're trying to kill and what their motivations are yep what this being inside our main character is and that's good and I've also been reading The Fable, which is really fun. Or it's great. Uh, it's definitely that sort of like Sakamoto days uh, sort of deal where Hitman and his handler slash getaway driver, they've killed like 70 people, in a high profile people in a year, and they have to take a break for a year to let them. If they kill anybody, then their mafia bosses will murder them. And basically, it's just them trying to live, like, a slice-of-life thing while various Mafia members that don't like them try to get them to put them in situations that make the Fable have to kill people. As well as him just, like, dealing with the fact that it's... that he is what he is. Have you ever seen something like Barry? It's kind yeah. of similar to that sort of deal. Awesome. Really recommend. And one last thing that I've also been reading this year that I've been really enjoying... I would definitely say that Record of Ragnarok is up there for me. Meathead stuff that gets surprisingly deep at points. And the art, in my opinion, is some of the best art going right now. The, um, just brilliant characters. If you want some eye candy and you love history and mythology, I can't recommend Record of Ragnarok enough. Don't watch the anime. It does not do it justice yeah, at all. Sure. I'm so sad about that. Go Just go read the manga and see... See how they massacred my boy. Like, it's <laughs> awesome. Thank you for those recommendations. For me, uh, in no particular order, we already mentioned before, Sign of Affection. I think it's the best ongoing romance in manga right now. Um, another one called Kono Oto Tamare. Uh, I've been talking about it, I think, for like a year plus now. The anime or the manga is just an incredible story, especially if you like school clubs and music. This is a great one. And then also Oshinoko. Um, if you've been in our Discord, you know how high we are on Oceanoco. We absolutely love it, and it's definitely one of my favorites from the year. But that is going to wrap up our manga episode. Jay, thank you so much for hanging out with me and talking about this. If you want to go check out Jay's opinions on manga, check out the Manga Melee podcast. I might be on a few episodes as well. And if you want to support us, the best way to do so, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are watching or listening to us on. If you want more manga content, check out the Manga of the Year stream on Roger Bass's YouTube. That is on December 14th at 1 p.m. Pacific, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere in the afternoon on that day. So 12.14, check that out. I'll be caught up on significantly more manga before this episode. So 
Looking forward to that. Otherwise, thank you so much for checking us out, listening, and we will see you next time. Peace.